Welcome to the Leadership Window podcast with Dr. Patrick Jinks. Each week through a social sector lens, Patrick interviews leaders and experts and puts us in touch with trends and tips for leading effectively. Patrick is an LSI certified leadership coach, a member of the Forbes Coaches Council, a best-selling author, award-winning photographer, and a professional speaker. And now, here's Dr. Patrick Jinks. In 2023, Happy New Year, everyone. This is, for me, the most exciting time of the year ever. People who know me know my favorite day is New Year's Day every year. It marks the beginning of something. It marks the beginning of a new year. Some say it's arbitrary, but whatever. It's If it's psychological, that's okay with me. I love the energy that it brings. And uh, I've said many times, I love mornings. I love Mondays. I love beginnings. Uh, they're fresh. And um, today, what I'm going to do is share with you three challenges that I have decided to fully embrace personally this year, a little different than resolutions, different from resolutions, if you will. Uh, I'm not against resolutions. I, I know that most of them fail miserably and my own have failed miserably many, many times. This is a little bit different, trying to keep this in front of me and um, uh, just holding myself accountable and finding others to hold me accountable for a few very specific behaviors. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to share those with you. Uh, Before we get into that, there are two things I want to share with you really quickly. First is I probably don't promote it enough on this podcast, but we also have a YouTube channel that instead of one hour long podcast episodes that are audio, we have video that are five minutes long and they're coaching videos on nonprofit leadership. The name of the show is Perspectives in Nonprofit Leadership. And again, it's just every other week, generally when we're not doing one of these podcast episodes, we do one of the YouTube episodes. And uh, again, five minutes long coaching videos on all things nonprofit leadership. Many of those things are uh, relevant for any leader, but we do, we do much like on this podcast, we do home in on the social sector. So check that out. You can get it from our website, jinxperspective.com. That's J-I-N-K-S perspective.com. And up at the top main menu, there's a YouTube link and just click there. It'll take you right to the channel and uh, get you caught up on the latest things. We have uh, our next episode, which will air next week, has a, uh, a special offer, a special giveaway in it, a coaching giveaway. So check that out. The second thing I want to share with you is that um, my trainer, coach, certifier when it comes to leadership coaching is Dr. Jim Smith. He is a three-decade-long coach and trainer for the Center for Creative Leadership uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina. And if you're in the leadership world, you should have heard of CCL. (laughs) They probably pioneered executive coaching. And for a long time, uh, Jim Smith's training was mandatory training for any new coach coming up um, in uh, CCL. He has run since 1992 his own leadership firm called Leadership Systems, and he's got dozens of coaches around the world. I happen to be one of his adjunct coaches uh, certified at Leadership Systems. They train people how to coach and not just how to be a coach professionally, but how to weave the coaching um, mechanism into your leadership and management style. 
And it is, it's, it's an amazing thing to know. I will tell you is, is to know the principles of coaching versus directing or coaching versus telling or managing or even consulting. Coaching is a different tool. It's a powerful, powerful instrument to me. It's the number one tool in the tool bag. Um, when I was in leadership development or leadership, uh, organizational leadership myself. So um, leadership systems takes people through a leadership coaching practicum over two days. Actually, I think it's a day and a half and maybe not even quite that, but I think it's about a day and a half. It's done virtually and you can access the training at leadershipsystems.com forward slash LCP leadershipsystems.com forward slash LCP and sign up at about half the cost. Sign up for an LCP coming up in January. And I should have actually pulled this up while I was on the, uh, while I was starting this thing off so I could tell you when it is. Let me tell you when it is. Give me one second and I'll give you the exact date. January, I think it's the 14th or 15th. Um, the, the thing you're going to get out of LCP is if you want to go further into coaching, you absolutely can. And, um, you can go as far as being certified as I am. This is a starting point though. You don't have to go any further. You can take this sort of introductory coaching training level and take it with you. And it will be a very, very powerful tool. It's uh, January 17th. It starts at one o'clock, goes from one to five on January 17th. And then on the 18th, it goes from 830 to 12. So it's a full day, but broken into two halves, January 17 and 18. Uh, it's $1,250 if you go there now, leadershipsystems.com forward slash LCP. So check that out. I highly recommend it. Um, we've sent two people to it before. I've been a table coach at that when it's been done live in person. This is live, but it is virtually. So there you go. All right, here we go. Uh, credit to someone who has had tremendous influence on my view of leadership, Dr. Marshall Goldsmith. Uh, I, I know I, I talk about him a lot. I read his books. I listen to his videos. I have been to live presentations by him. He inspires me. He is himself one of the pioneers of executive coaching and has been ranked, I think, by most uh, of the big rankers in the industry as the world's number one executive coach. Probably could not count the number of hours or sessions or people that he's coached um, or the miles that he has flown around the world doing what he does. His latest book is called The Earned Life. I highly recommend it. It's not like any of his other books, by the way. I've read uh, Triggers. I've read What Got You Here Won't Get You There. I've read Mojo. The Earned Life, you can really tell this is at a reflecting point in Dr. Goldsmith's life. And it was great timing for me uh, to read this at the place in my life I am just, you know, hey, this is a good time to pause and take inventory and find out, you know, am I, is what I'm feeling right now ambition or aspiration? You know, so for example, he talks about the difference between those two things. Uh, in any case, uh, Dr. Goldsmith through the years has, has given me a few things to think about, talk about challenges. And I've taken on a few of them. I want to put three of them together this year. And the first challenge is what I call the accountability partner challenge. 
And um, the, the way that looks is you've got someone who on a daily basis in his case, and he's done this now for a couple decades, a, a person, a friend who gets on the phone with him every single day and asks him a set of questions. This set of questions is a set of questions that Dr. Goldsmith himself wrote down and said, these are the questions I want to be asked every day. And they're the exact same questions every single day. So this accountability partner asks those questions. And I'm not going to get into the kinds of questions that you ask yet. Um, I'm going to talk about that when I get into my um, the second challenge, actually. But um, so I'm, I'm taking this uh, accountability partner, uh, uh, trying to take this to the next level in 2023. And I thought I would share these challenges with you in hopes that you would take them on also. So I'll come back to the accountability partner in a moment. L let me uh, move to the second challenge. The second challenge is, did I do my best? Did I do my best? And had this, I don't know if this is a, so much of a challenge from Marshall Goldsmith. It was really kind of more of an observation and an encouragement for people in the employee survey business. And I do a lot of those for organizations. We do employee engagement surveys, job satisfaction surveys, culture surveys. And he makes a great point in one of his training uh, videos. He says that we, we ask questions that are okay, but they're not the right question. They're not the deepest questions we can ask. For example, we'll ask questions like, did my supervisor or does my supervisor um, set meaningful goals for me? Or does my supervisor um, work to build a positive relationship with me? Uh, do my do my coworkers do their best to adapt to change? And his observation is that we're asking questions about other people. Did somebody else do something? Does somebody else behave a certain way? He said the question ought to be, did I do my best? Did I do my best to set clear and meaningful goals for myself for the coming year, week, month, day? Did I do my best to foster a positive, meaningful, productive relationship with my immediate supervisor? Did I do my best to adapt to change? Did I do my best to help someone else adapt to change? That's really at the heart of employee engagement. It's not about what I'm getting, even from someone else. It's about what I'm giving and why and how engaged I am the one person in the whole organization that I actually can control. Those are the person that's the person we should be asking these questions about. So I've taken this on to, um, to with, with five of my own questions. And you, you may know that I like the number five when it comes to these things, but it's, did I do my best? And I'll share it with you in a second. Challenge number three, uh, in the end is going to be the challenge is called the single index card. I've referred to it before on the show, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper. So, um, the, the second challenge, did I do my best? And again, I'm going to give you my five in case you want to use them that give you maybe hints, give you starters, let you know sort of how to be thinking about this. It's better if you make your own list. Uh, and it doesn't matter how many I chose five. I, I go to our YouTube channel and look up the five point plan. I'll tell you why I like the number five. I won't go into it now, but I like that number. So I have come up with five. Did I do my bests? And I have uh, an accountability partner who's going to ask me these questions, probably not on a daily basis, probably more on a weekly basis. 
I will ask myself these questions on a daily basis. My accountability partner or partners will ask me on a weekly basis. And here's the first question I want to be asked and need to be asking myself. Did I do my best to achieve my most? Did I do my best to achieve my most? Now, in this case, I'm thinking about the day before. So if if I thought about yesterday, did I do my best to achieve my most? Now, I can go into this. I'm, I'm going to give you the psychology of all the reasons I've chose this wording. But in other words, did I leave it all on the field or did I phone it in? Um, a good friend of mine and mentor cautioned me a few years ago not to get too comfortable with my own system. I have a system when I go into an organization and help them with their strategic plan. I have a system for executive coaching. I have systems for employee engagement training and you know, just ways of thinking of things. I have frameworks. I, some of them I've borrowed, some of them I've created and I'm proud of, and I think they work and my clients think they work, but this isn't a one size fits all. And I need to treat every single client uniquely. I need to treat them the same in terms of I'm committed to them, but I need to treat them uniquely in that my system might not be the best and most conducive for their current environment and challenge. So uh, I need to do my best to achieve my most, which really is about helping my client achieve their most. Um, But I can't just phone it in. I can't just rely on my system. Go, I got this. I got a system for this. I don't have to work hard. Uh, I don't want to do that. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I'm lazy, but I can get complacent just like everybody else. I can get routine. And when you get routine, things start to, things start to suffer in, in terms of quality and impact. And I don't want to do that. So that's my first question. My second question is, did I do my best to help someone else advance toward their own success? Did I do my best to help someone, anyone? It could be my, my wife, my son, my daughter. My, it can be my, my coworkers, my clients, my employees, my neighbor, anyone. Did I, it can be the cashier at the grocery store. Did I do my best today or yesterday to help someone advance toward their own success? This is this should be the leader's mindset. This is really what about leadership what leadership is all about. It's about helping someone else achieve success. But it's also the coach's mindset. Uh some of you know Ron Harvey. He's been on the show two or three times now. Uh his l- latest book um talks about the difference between success and significance. And I've heard it said that success is about what we get and significance is about what we give. So I just want to know, did I do my best to be significant? It's to for someone else. Here's my third. Did I do my best to fully listen each time someone was talking to me? Did I do my best to fully listen each time someone was talking to me? Years ago, I was in a church and the pastor's son was talking to me after church one uh, afternoon and he was telling me something. I couldn't tell you what it was because I wasn't listening and he knew it. And he looked at me and said, are you hearing what I'm saying? And I, it just, I, I was stunned because he just caught me dead in my tracks right there in front of people, called me on it. I was zoning out. My eyes were looking around. I was trying to see who there was that I needed to say goodbye to before we left the parking lot and everything else. And he just called me right on. He says, hey, are you hearing what I'm saying? I said, yeah, why? 
well, I mean, okay, you're not looking at me. You're not, you don't seem to be, you don't seem to be hearing what I'm saying. And I just had to stop and say, man, I'm really sorry that you're right. You're right. I zoned out. I never forgot that moment. And it, this was many years ago. And I just, I have to think about that because I mean, here I am, I'm a coach. If I don't, if I'm not a good listener, I don't have a business. I, I'm not coaching if I'm not listening. So I, that's a question I've always got to ask myself and I've trained myself to it. And I've become, now people tell me, man, you're the best listener. You're such a great listener. I love hearing that. I love reading it on evaluations, but I had to work on it. And many of us have to work on that a little more intentionally um, and specifically to that behavior, truly listening, truly listening. So am I doing my best? Number four, did I do my best to nurture or strengthen any of my most important relationships? Now that can be personal, can be work, can be out in the community, but did I do something that did I, did I do my best with the opportunities given or created and seized? Did I do my best to nurture or strengthen any of my most important relationships? That is fairly self-explanatory. There are specific behaviors, time carve outs, bandwidth, energy, effort to build the relationships that are important to you. So that's mine. And then my fifth one is somewhat related. Did I do my best to seek out or build any new relationships? Now I've added this one. This has, this is a business tenant. You know, I've got to, if I'm going to continue to have a successful business over the next 10 years, I've got to make sure that I'm reaching out building new relationships, fostering those, creating them, um, being, being out there and proactive in establishing and building new relationships, but it's much more than just a business tenant. Nothing happens without relationship. Everything we do in life leans on some sort of relationship. Do you know somebody who's that friend you call when you're in trouble? Who's that friend you call when you need a wrench? You know, who's the, do you know people? Do they know you? Can they count on you? Do you have any kind of relationship with them? And I want to do better in 2023 to seek out and build any new relationships that I can. It's uh, otherwise, how in the world am I having significance? So many of these questions, they, they lap, I'm sorry, they overlap with each other. They're not standalones. So now let me come back to the one more time. My list, did I do my best to achieve my most? Did I do my best to help someone else advance toward their own success? Did I do my best to fully listen each time someone was talking to me? Did I do my best to nurture or strengthen any of my most important relationships? And did I do my best to seek out or build any new relationships? Now let me come back to the first challenge. That was the, did I do my best challenge? The first challenge was the accountability partner. Do you have an accountability partner who's willing to ask you those questions on a regular basis? Not these questions, but your own list. Uh, someone willing to ask you, Hey, did you do your best yesterday to, to achieve your most? And by the way, here's how the accountability partner thing works, at least in Dr. Goldsmith's world, where I got it from. And I've used this before. In fact, I used this with an employee a number of years ago, probably 15 years ago, 
with an employee, we decided to, to ask those questions of each other. And it was a powerful exercise. We did it daily, at least during the work week. And it was powerful. I, if I'm remembering right, she had like 20 questions though. And it, so it, it was more than just five. Uh, but you can make it any number you want. It can be one question. It can be three, 10. I, I don't recommend more than 10, but you can. Um, but, but that's the challenge is having someone who's willing to ask you the question. Here's how it works. They ask you the question, you answer it, done. You move on to the next question. There's no judgment. There's no, you know, did, did I do my best to fully listen each time? No. Well, why not? You're not getting very good at this. You've answered no the last three days. What's, what's going on? There's no judgment. There's no, it's not a coaching exercise. No, you can make it that there's nothing. There's no law that says you can't have someone that, you know, kind of coach you on these, but the bottom line is just that you have to look someone in the eye or, or on the phone or text or something. You have to respond to a real person with an honest answer to that question with no judgment, but it makes you have to think about it. So if I ask myself today, did I do my best to nurture or strengthen any of my most important relationships? I go back and I run yesterday back through my head. I'm forced to do that. I have to go. I have to, if I want an honest answer, I'd go, well, let's see, where did, where might I have done that? And if I didn't, I just have to say, no, I, I didn't do my best on that one, but I did do my best um, you know, helping someone else advance their own success. Maybe, maybe I, that's where I spent the bandwidth. Now the idea is not, and this is by the way, another Marshall Goldsmith, um, concept. The idea is not to just think about the past and go, well, didn't do it. Didn't do my best. Or yeah, Hey, I did do my best yesterday because really today is more important. <laughs> today is today. It's the one we got now. We can actually do something about, we ask these questions about yesterday. It's too late. There's nothing we can do about them. But if I'm asking myself those questions in order to focus on today's behavior or tomorrow's behavior, then it becomes, instead of feedback, it becomes feed forward. So maybe we ask the question, how will I do my best to achieve my most today? How will I do my best to help someone else advance toward their own success? And we may not know because many of the opportunities of leadership, we can't just predict. Well, here's what I'm going to do to, uh, to help someone advance toward their own success. Bill is going to come to me at noon and he's going to ask me such and such. And here's what I'm going to give him. We might not know that. So this is another reason we asked the questions in the past tense in this case. Did I do my best? Um, so that's the second challenge is the, the accountability partner On to the third challenge. Also from Dr. Goldsmith, this one comes from his book, the earned life. I decided not only to take this challenge on, but use the exact same wording that he used. Um, I can't come up with anything better and it just, it nails it for me and you may want to use it. But the challenge is if you had a single index card to carry around with you every day for the rest of your life, and that index card had something in writing on it that if you read it every day, it would add impact or, or, you know, improve your life. What would that be? And his answer I, as I thought about what my answer would be, I probably made the mistake of reading his first. Maybe if I had thought of my own, it, I could have come up with something, but I just, the more and more I read his, I thought, this is it. I mean, this works for me too. This is exactly what I want to ask myself. And it is this, uh, am I being the person I want to be right now? That's what's on the index card. 
Am I being the person I want to be right now? Now, I don't carry an index card around, but I do have behind me here in my little home office studio, I've got a blackboard that um, it's a dry erase board and I've got on it at the very top that never gets erased. I have that question. Am I being the person I want to be right now? Right now, in any moment, you're sitting watching the TV show. Is this who I want to be right now? It's okay. It might be. Yeah, I want to relax. I want to have time to just kind of decompress. I'm spending time with family, whatever it is. Am I being the person I want to be right now? When you get cut off in traffic, your response to that, is that who you want to be? Is that who you're trying to really be as a person? Um, when you're in that board meeting, am I being the person I want to be right now? <laughs> Isn't that a powerful question? And it, it's caught me so many times. I'm so glad that question is starting to come to my mind more because it catches me in moments where I'm, no, I'm not. This is not the person I want to be. Stop this. <laughs> Let's get back to being the person I want to be. And the trick is you have to acknowledge it and say, oh, gosh, no, I'm not. I'm not being the person I want to be right now. Um, apologize to yourself for that and then move on and say, okay, so now I'm going to start being right Like from this point forward. I'm going to start being the person I want to be right now. The person I was being five minutes ago, I'm not that person anymore. Literally, I'm not. I'm, I'm not that person anymore. I'm a different person. So am I being the person I want to be right now? Um, that is, uh, you know, that, that's really it. I just kind of want to become obsessed with that question. I want it to permeate everything that I do. But it's a process. I'm a process. I'm a work in progress. Um, these are questions to help me get better. I, I need to have a better 2023 than I did 2022. 2022 was great. I, I don't have many complaints about it. There's some I could bring up, but what's the point? Um, but I'm in control of 2023, at least in terms of how I behave and what I bring to the table. And that's really just about it. So there it is. That's the, that's the jinx perspective. This is how I'm approaching 2023. There are things out there, plenty of things out there. I cannot control. You cannot control, but I can control me. I can control whether or not I do my best. There's a ton of energy that gets wasted on judging others. That energy, that's energy I can and should be spending working on myself. So again, that's the Jinx perspective for this week and for another new year. I truly hope each of you has the best year you have ever had. Lean on. 